Hello everyone and welcome to episode 31 of the Artful Athlete podcast. First week of March and the theme this week is very much beginnings for me. New beginnings, new projects, all the new things. It's the beginning of spring, there's daffodils in the parks. I'm a happy bunny. Yesterday, my brand new Mindful Chat series premiered and my first guest was an absolute gem. His name is David Jackson, also known as Jacko, and he's one of the headmasters of School of Calisthenics up north in Nottingham. Jacko's story has, like many, ups and downs, as well as discoveries and reflections, with the recovery process of his brain injury, having to quit playing rugby professionally, embracing playfulness in movement, and eventually turning to breath after it had cropped up quite a few times over the past few years. We talked about learning and the importance of connecting to the content for it to actually be digested and assimilated by the brain. And all this whilst having fun. And that's what all of these chats are going to be. They're just really informal conversations. I trained as a journalist, I've done hardcore interviewing in the past. And while I appreciate this form of format and this form of conversation, I just want chilled, down-to-earth conversations, discussing topics of all sizes and realms because I'm interested in a lot of things because I am a nerd. In any case, these mindful chats are longer episodes. They're going to be between 45 minutes to roughly an hour maximum and there's four more to come this month. At the end of the series, I'd love to know which one was your favourite and who knows, if you enjoy these, I might just prepare another round for later on. But before sinking our teeth into today's introduction, I'll also add that I've been loving your messages on Instagram. I'm always happy to discuss all things breath, life, creation. A couple of people did ask me about my coaching services as well. And I'm very happy to report that all of my programs are now available on my website and if you're not sure if this is for you or even if you think I might be interested but not now but I'd like to talk about it then hit me up, hit me up. You can book a call with me and we'll see what it is you actually need and if it is also the right time and if I'm the right person and if not we'll try and find something that suits you. As always, you can contact me directly per email at welcome at theartfulathlete.co.uk or directly on Instagram or Facebook at theartfulathlete. And now that all the little yet big announcements are out, let's get to it. Second new beginning this week on this podcast as we kickstart a brand new series where we'll be talking a bit more about emotions. What these are, where we can access them, why we would need to even do that and how to identify their presence in the body. Before starting to throw philosophies, physical pinpoints and breath homework at you, I want to take the time, as I mentioned last week, to talk about the benefits of this practice, even if you're not a performer having to portray this or that emotion. And if you're a performer and creator yourself, you'll quickly realize that I'm not solely sticking to the traditional methods of emotional exploration. If you're a human trying to go about your everyday life in the best way possible, looking into the relationship you have with your emotions is a crucial point. 
When you were a baby, your emotional range may not have been as wide as it is now, but that's also because growing up, you start forming a connection with the world around you. Each new discovery, each new scent or sound triggers a reaction within. You laugh, you cry, you're perplexed. You dissect and digest the new. Emotions in these moments are a response. Growing up, and it is something that a lot of performers should explore and remember, when we react and reacted to something, it was never really about the thing itself. And it still is not about the thing itself that we're reacting to. It's about where this thing and I meet. It's not about just Romeo or just Juliet. It's about what lies in between them. The way the connection formed when they first met, and then the system within which it grew and established itself. But it's about bubble A touching the edge of bubble B. It's about what stands in between the two of them. And as it is in fiction, so it shall be in the world. Well, obviously not all of fiction, but you get the point. And fiction and theatre being a mirror of life, it's only natural to flip this little concept I've just thrown at you and bring it back to the real everyday world. So when you're interacting with someone, the reactions and emotional responses are born from the point where both your energies, your minds, your bodies meet. What about when you're alone, though? Technically, when you're alone, there's no one to actually cause a reaction, if we're sticking to this image of needing a prompt for the emotion or reaction to arise. Well, here we go. You're never really alone. You may think you are because you're currently sat on a bench outside and there's not a soul in sight, but you're in your own company. You're in the presence of your own self, your own thoughts and beliefs. You're carrying the memories of the encounters and talks of the past few days or hours, meaning you're never really alone. There is always something passing or brewing, depending on how you choose to interact with it. I say choose because most of the time we are given the choice to maybe let that thought go, to ask for it to come back later because now's not the right time. We can choose to ignore it or crush it. The way we respond to its presence is entirely up to us. No matter what we choose, no matter how we respond, it is in alignment with how we connect to life and to emotions. Is it about controlling them, then? Well, it could be. It depends on how you express and connect to the value of emotions in the first place and what it means to you to emote. Being phlegmatic isn't a bad thing, unless the control falls into the realm of suppression. Suppressing emotions is like, hmm, how can I put this? Um, it's like trying to force a cork to stay inside a shaken bottle of champagne. Eventually, the pressure will be too high for the cork to stay in place. And ultimately, crushing and resisting will lead to an implosion from within. Nowadays, many would call it a burnout. And it can be. But it could also manifest itself as an outburst of anger or rage, a series of heart-wrenching sobs, or even a never-ending fit of laughter. Because not all emotional talks revolve around the sad and the intense. 
Otherwise, what life would we lead? Nevertheless, as the cork bursts out or the bomb explodes, physical damage also takes place. It's the same with the body. Depending on the intensity of the emotion, it will have left a mark, a scar, somewhere in the physical realm too. It's where you've taken on the load or where the pipe ended up bursting. Your abs and cheeks may be sore from all this moment of hilarity and laughter you just experienced. Or perhaps your shoulders are rolling forward, your ribcage is collapsed and it looks like you've been punched in the chest because of the sadness or shock you're dealing with. So getting familiar with emotions, assessing how it is you connect with them, which ones you like and feel easy experiencing, and which ones you'd prefer never to feel ever again. And the physical response that your body has too. How's your stomach when you're angry? How's your back when you're sad? How's your breath when you're anxious? Looking at this, the emotion thing on both planes, on the physical, the emotional, and the mind, because technically it's three. This is what will help you establish a better connection to yourself and to others. And this is what we'll be diving in starting next week. I'm going to let you ponder these few words for now, these little thoughts. And if you have any questions, emotions you'd like me to cover in priority, or if you just want to share a story or need some advice, don't hesitate to send me a message. Remember, it's welcome at theartfulathlete.co.uk or theartfulathlete on Instagram. I'll put the contact details in the description box below. Meanwhile, enjoy this first week of spring. Enjoy the mindful chat with Jacko. Feel free to share these episodes with anyone that you think might benefit from them. And I'll speak to you soon.